everybody. Uh, welcome back to our daily study. I was, get, I was like, which one is this? Daily study. Because we were just talking about Matthew, and I'm like, no, we're not doing that. This is the daily study. Yes. And now we are in Titus. Yep. Working our way through all of the letters just backwards, because that is the way in which our kids chose to do it. And this is based off of a family Bible study we do with our kids every single morning. So... Yep. So we are in Titus. Backwards. <laughs> uh, so go ahead and go into your spiel about the Bibles. It's not my spiel. Our spiel. Um, if you need a Bible, a hard copy, actual physical Bible that you can be studying in every day, let us know. We would love to get you one. You can go to APHomeChurch.com, message us, and we would be happy to do so. Um, Happily, yeah. Yeah, I know obviously anybody can get a free Bible app on their phone, but sometimes when you're studying, it's just... It's nice There's to have something a about a Bible. paper, yeah, a physical yeah. Bible, and if you want one, please. Let us know, and we would be happy to do that. Of course, if there is any other way that we can serve you, if you are in need of anything, if even if it's prayer, if it's something physical, if it's help, if it's counseling, whatever it may be, please go utilize our website, connect with us, let us know. Um, we want this to be a very interactive thing, so as much that we can possibly do for you, we're happy to do it, um, and this is literally what we are devoting our lives to. We do nothing but this and we take it very seriously so well go check it out yep all that so titus is part of three letters that are called the pastoral epistles basically they're instructions for elders in the church building a church um, so it's there's a there's a lot to be learned there's just a lot of content in titus it's a really cool book. Titus was a Gentile convert that followed Paul around. <clears throat> and he was a... He was definitely very, very uh, important in Paul's life because Paul entrusted him very quickly to uh, build a church and to and Crete and to keep it going. So we'll go ahead and just start there. Verse 1, this letter is from Paul, a slave of God and apostle of Jesus Christ. I have been sent to proclaim faith to those God has chosen and to teach them to know the truth that shows them how to live godly lives. This truth gives them confidence that they have eternal life, which God, who does not lie, promised them before the world began. And now, at just the right time, he has revealed this message, which we announce to everyone. It is by the command of God our Savior that I have been entrusted with this work for him. It's a long greeting, Paul. Yeah. The I, kids love his greeting. They do. And you know Lily? What? I think Lily is yeah. it's her favorite. And, Trav really digs it. But really, though, with homeschooling, I mean, this is why we use the Bible as our main textbook in our homeschool. Because look what you can learn, even in just a literary sense, you know, from mm -hmm. something like this. It's just so, yeah. The... the the um, introductions are always just our kids get a yeah they get a kick, kick out, out of it they really do yes they do <laughs> uh, verse four I am writing to Titus my true son in the faith that we share may God the Father and Christ Jesus our Savior give you grace and peace I left you on the island of Crete so you could complete our work there and appoint elders in each town as I instructed you. I'll stop myself right there, even though I just started. 
and say that although that he is speaking about appointing elders and, and speaking of of you know a church as you would think of a church he this is this also applies to every believing man this applies to their family because they're every man of God has a ministry even if he doesn't even if that's not what he does but he does have a ministry in his own home yeah and he has a duty to to his family to to ha- to have these qualities about him that we mm-hmm. that we read so not only is this a church leader but this also applies to uh, you as a Christian man so verse 6. An elder must live a blameless life. He must be faithful to his wife, and his children must be believers who don't have a reputation for being wild or rebellious. A church leader is a manager of God's household, so he must live a blameless life. He must not be arrogant or quick-tempered. He must not be a heavy drinker, violent or dishonest with money. That should be something that all of us are anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like it's this, like, it's not that it's just a pastoral ex- instruction and and as but long again, as you don't this want to be a pastor. But again, this is showing the importance of these things. Once you do take any form of leadership role within everything, how even more serious, you know, here's some specific points. These things really are that important to you in your life. Right. Verse uh, Thank you. Rather, he must enjoy having guests in his home, and he must love what is good. He must live wisely and be just. He must live a devout and disciplined life. He must have a strong belief in the trustworthy message he was taught. Then he will be able to encourage others with wholesome teaching and show those who oppose it where they are wrong. I always tell the kids to circle and underline and highlight then. Mm-hmm. In those words, that mm-hmm. then he then will be able. Mm-hmm. he will be able. And again, the importance is not only to encourage others with wholesome teaching, but, but to, to show, show those who oppose it where, where they, are, they wrong. are wrong. That is an important thing in this culture we have of no, don't no judgment. Judge, yeah. you know, and or all who of that. are you to are, yeah. to say this thing? Well, right here. This is because the wholesome teaching that we were taught, and we're supposed to show you mm-hmm. where you're wrong. Yeah. Verse 10. For there are many rebellious people who engage in useless talk and deceive others. This is especially true of those who insist on circumcision for salvation. They must be silenced because they are turning whole families away from the truth by their false teaching. And they do it only for money. Even one of their own men, a prophet from Crete, has said about them, The people of Crete are all liars, cruel animals, and lazy gluttons. This is true. So reprimand them sternly to make them strong in the faith. It's reprimand them sternly for being lazy gluttons, liars, cruel, um, yeah, there you go again to judging. Reprimand them. Yeah, strongly. So as a leader, you reprimand people that are doing this inside of a church. 
because it's important. <laughs> Sternly. Yes. However, that has to be. I love how Paul, this is true. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. wasn't right. Verse 14. They must stop listening to Jewish myths and commands of people who have turned away from the truth. Everything is pure to those whose hearts are pure, but nothing is pure to those who are corrupt and unbelieving because their mind and consciences are corrupt. Such people claim they know God, but they deny him by the way they live. They are detestable, disobedient, and worthless of doing anything good. <laughs> Harsh words. As for you, Titus, promote the kind of living that reflects wholesome teaching. Teach the older men to exercise self-control, to be worthy of respect and to live wisely. They must have sound faith and be filled with love and patience. That's really sad because I wouldn't say that that's the majority of men nowadays. Yeah. I don't think that's the attitude of it. There is a lot. There's a lot of great guys, but I don't think that's the general attitude of men. I feel like that's that, I mean, I know it's a meme, but when they have the men today, men mm -hmm. then, and it's like the 1950s man in his suit, and you know, they're just mm -hmm. so handsome and clean, and I don't know, like there's just something so classy to it, you know? Um, then you get a they just look like dude men. with like a folded bill. Yeah, you've got the guys now in like skinny jeans with yeah. torn up shirt. You know what I mean? It's just like what in a man bun or something. I don't know. And you're just like, what? What happened? <laughs> no, but I know, you know they're you horrible. Just look and you're like, what's going on? No, I mean, I mean, we know what's going on, but I think that's kind of the same thing here. Yeah, to teach the older, you know, to exercise self control, be worthy of respect, live wisely, sound faith, and be filled with love and patience. You're right. I don't think that even within the church is the majority of what we see. I mean, there's various reasons for Men that. Men have but... no idea, especially nowadays, how to be humble at all. No. They have no clue. It's always something that has annoyed me ever Well, we since. discourage it as a culture, you know. We don't want that. That that type of person always just kind of... And I. I suppose that I came off that way sometimes in my life, but I, it was definitely always a defense from not mm -hmm. wanting to be that because those, yeah, that always just drove me really, yeah, really nuts. So how important but, then for us to make sure that you are raising your son yeah. to be this type of righteous man? Yeah. Cause, truly humble and patient and with sound faith, with love and patience, you know? Yeah, which is rarely exist and that's just not the attitude the type of attitude that we're we're teaching and we're throwing out there mm -hmm. I constantly hit on uh, Jeffers or Jeffries I refuse yeah, to, to say his, his name, name properly. correctly but Pastor Robert Jeffers you usually have seen him on Fox News and things like that is which, who Brandon's referencing I, I, I love him as a claim, claiming brother. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't. That's his. I guess that's his, That's between him and God. But I always, I always are really, really rough on him. But he, uh, he just throws insults out there, and he, and he just throws this attitude out mm -hmm. like we have to fight back. 
and we have to do this because that's yeah I don't I don't buy it and I think that just that doesn't teach humble humble love patience, being humble and respect. love and patience right <laughs> well I added being humble in there and it wasn't in there but that still counts for <laughs> being with love and patience yeah all right verse 3 similarly teach the older women to live in a way that honors God they must not slander others or be heavy drinkers instead they should teach others what is good these older women must train the younger women to love their husbands and their children to live wisely and to be pure to work in their homes to do good and to be submissive to their husbands then they will not bring shame on the word of God again with the thens yeah. And I want to encourage, if any of you guys are looking for someone who really takes this little bit here, this verses 4 and 5 to heart, and is quite literally living that out, um, if you look up the transformed wife, she's on Instagram, she has a website, Facebook, all of that different stuff. Um, she did an article in our first ever free homeschool magazine, and um, she's not popular with the world because she stands in complete biblical truth and that's not what most want to hear but if you are wanting to hear um, biblical truth she is a great resource I think for women uh, she definitely takes this call here in Titus very very seriously so you can definitely go check her out in the same way encourage young men to live wisely and you yourself must be an example to them by doing good works of every kind let everything you do reflect the integrity and seriousness of your teaching. Teach the truth so that your teaching can't be criticized. Then those who oppose us will be ashamed and have nothing bad to say about us. Well, and I think that's such a big part. I mean, talking, sometimes we hit on controversial topics. And by sometimes, I mean quite frequently, because that's usually where you go. But yeah. the point is that we try to make sure that our responses aren't just going with sure some things and you state that some things are your opinion right i'm mm -hmm. sharing my opinion this isn't necessarily practical or, or, or not practical but biblical but this is my opinion on whatever this topic might be but you make sure to state that and share that i think when we are having these discussions especially when we are touching on these controversial type uh topics within our society Everything that I have to say back to you is pulled from the word of God himself. Not my opinion, not my two cents, not how I see it and take it. This is what it says. How does this practically apply to the situation at hand? When you, you have to stand in truth on these things. So that way, and we've had situations that I can think of right now where it was brought to our attention somebody did come at something with their opinions on something mm -hmm. our response was completely just citing scripture because we are standing in truth not our two cents on whatever our thoughts and feelings may be and that person then said all right and took everything down and said you know mm -hmm. I, I you can't opinions can't argue against truth yeah and so i think that's such an important thing to to note here and i think going into nine something that we always remind the kids to when you see all this talk about slaves mm -hmm. and slave masters, to maybe help you wrap your head around how this kind of translates into, you know, culture and society, think more of 
employees and employers. Right. Right. I think anytime we hear slave, we think of you yeah, know, Africans world, on boats very being different. brought over by cotton plantation owners. You know what I mean? Like it, it just it's not. I mean, sometimes it was that, but I think in the broader sense that we can really look at this and apply it is when you see slaves, think of being an employee, and mm. their masters think of the employers, and that definitely. Well, when helps you look, you yeah, it. I mean, when you look in the first century, um, eight, you know, A.D. Yeah, you look at the that world, and they were they were bond servants is a better name for them. Yes, which they either they owed them something they couldn't afford something. Some of them voluntarily went yeah. and became yeah. a bond servant. So, but I think it just helps us kind of in our modern understanding, right. and you know, if we think they went and got a job, employees and employers, mm-hmm. and this is how this applies. Mm-hmm. So we always just remind the kids of this, and it. Um, it's it's true, and it, I think it just helps us to kind of wrap our heads around what he's getting ready to go into next. Mm-hmm. Verse 9. Slaves must always obey their masters and do their best to please them. They must not talk back or steal, but must show themselves to be entri- entirely trustworthy and good. Then they will make the teaching about God, our Savior, attractive in every way. For the grace of God has been revealed, bringing salvation to all people. And we are instructed to turn from godless living and sinful pleasures. We should live in this evil world with wisdom, righteousness, and devotion to God. It's huge. Mm-hmm. And we are instructed to turn from godless living and sinful pleasures. We should live in this evil world with wisdom, righteousness, and devotion to God. Mm-hmm. This increasingly evil word, world. Verse 13, while we look forward with the hope to that wonderful day when the glory of our great God and Savior Jesus Christ will be revealed. Amen. Verse 14, he gave us his life to free us from every kind of sin, to cleanse us and make us his very own people, totally committed to doing good deeds. You must teach these things and encourage the believers to do them. You have the authority to correct them when necessary, so don't let anyone disregard what you say. Correct opinion. (laughs) Yeah. Again, opinion, truth. Yep. And the truth is is not our own truth. It's not a truth that we decide to make up and say, hey, this is true. Nope. The only truth that we have is here. Okay, before we start, chapter 3, verse 1 right here. Let's remember. (laughs) I know what you're doing. This is where audience is important here. So don't let people use this as a authoritative... Marker. Marker. Okay, that yes, we as Americans have a duty to remain subject to our government. Of course, like everyone does in every government. So there's some... But... That's just to show others the type of life. That's just to, to, to fit in, to not cause issues, to not cause problems. Well, and, and during this time, mm-hmm. a lot of rebelling against Rome was happening. That's what I wanted to bring up. I don't know if you guys have seen the new Paul 
movie new. I guess it's come out what a couple years ago yeah. now um, with Jim Cavetzel and uh, yeah, we plays Paul. I know. I don't remember who the, we the have thrown it out there a million, million times, times, but it's great. It is that fantastic, and you know may, that might have to be what we watched with the kids again tonight. Our family, we only watch like maybe three or four things, and that movie is one of them that we watch on loop because it's fantastic. But I, I, I think the point that really helps us understand anytime it's talking about to this staying subject to the government. Um, yeah, they a, do such a great job in showing that because remember his audience here in this first century is where Christians are being persecuted. Things mm -hmm. aren't going well. And so the natural reaction to many was to, well, let's overthrow the government. Let's rebel mm -hmm. against it. Like, I'm not going to take this lion down, mm -hmm. you know, type of attitude. And there's one scene in the Paul movie where these guys in the, the church, they are going to bust into the prison, right? Because Christians are being jailed and murdered and horrible things, you know, just for believing in Christ. So they were going to go bust in and break all the Christians out to save them. Mm -hmm. And when they do it... Paul and Luke, Luke are in the jail cell, and they're like, you guys have no idea yeah, you, what you're you, doing. Like, what you, you don't doing? know, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is not what we're about. If we have to die, so be it. We will die. We don't go into the world should, mm. shedding the light of Christ and of God to all of the people by being rebellious and, you know, anarchy. Well, and, and you got to understand the that the message of Christ was against the world and and against yeah. like the, the authority of Rome, right? So that's what the natural reaction for everybody uh, to be to was Caesar like. They're like, yeah, Jesus said, no, -uh, we don't have to listen. Yeah, <laughs> and that's not necessarily. Jesus even that, tells Peter, go he says, pull the fish out. Yeah, he coin, says, give it to just do what you have to do. While you're here, you're gonna have yeah, to be Yeah, because subject. this is part of y'all wanting a king. Yeah. And wanting to remain subject to this from the beginning. So. But unfortunately, especially right now, it's a political climate that it is. We are constantly seeing pastors take these verses and use them as... Completely out of context. See? In, in whatever political way that they... That fits their that fits agenda. fits their agenda. That's not what we do here no. with those. No. So that, I wanted to mention that. Yes, we are to be subject, but this doesn't mean that you love This does not give you... Yes, we are to remain subject. That's it. This doesn't give you any authority, any political affiliation, any political opinion. Yeah. This is this is genuinely don't be a jerk. Yeah. I, I, it's I had not a, your job I had to a be different word so that, invested but. with this world here that all of your time and resources and all of your everything is going to go into overthrowing or fixing oh. or changing. That That's mm -hmm. not the, the point of it. And this is, and he sums it all up. Paul sums it up, the whole thing. You know, it's funny as we just hear just the one verse, but we don't take the whole thing into context. Read the whole thing. <laughs> Remind the believers to submit to the government and its officers. They should be obedient, always ready to do what is good. They must not slander anyone and must avoid quarreling. Instead, they should be gentle and show true humility to everyone. So again, we must literally, we must be gentle and show true humility to everyone. There's no asterisk there. There's no anything else. Everyone. So mm -hmm. that should be a pretty big deal. Once too, we were going into verse three. Once too, we were foolish and disobedient. We were misled and became slaves to many lusts and pleasures. 
Our lives were full of evil and envy, and we hated each other. But when God our Savior revealed his kindness and love, he saved us, not because of the righteous things we had done, but because of his mercy. He washed away our sins, giving us a new birth and a new life through the Holy Spirit. He generously poured out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ our Savior. Because of his grace, he made us right in his sight and gave us confidence that we will inherit eternal life. This is a trustworthy saying, and I want you to insist on these teachings so that all who trust in God will devote themselves to doing good. These teachings are good and beneficial for everyone. Do not get involved in foolish discussions about spiritual pedigrees or in quarrels about fights about obedience to Jewish laws. These things are useless and a waste of time. If I, I, so I don't... This is a perfect verse to point out why are you saying that we must do these things? Like, why is this issue coming back up again mm -hmm. as it was back in, oh, I don't know, what was it, 62 AD, somewhere well, in there? it is so amazing to see how these things, I mean, Paul's words truly are timeless here because here we are nearly 2,000 years later having the same discussions, the same arguments, this, and causing division because of them. Literally nothing is new under the sun. We are doing the same thing. And that's when all this stuff comes in. Sure, if you want to keep a kosher diet, keep a kosher diet. If you want to be super uptight about, you know, um, having Sabbath on Saturday evening or, or Friday evening to Saturday evening, if you want to do all of the, if you enjoy doing them, you can do them. But this quarreling, this fighting, that you must, you must, this is how you must do it with these things. Yeah. What, you guys, what are we doing? These things, <laughs> yeah, because Paul says they are, these things are useless and are a waste of time. Verse 10, and before I read it, this is another thing that Christians get real confused about in the, mm -hmm. in the not judge me, who are you to say anything, yeah. love is love, all is all. Verse 10, if people are causing divisions among you, give a first and second warning. After that, have nothing to do with them. For people like that have turned away from the truth and their own sins condemn them. And so have nothing more to do with them and give them a first and second warning and then we have nothing to do with them. That's like what? Yeah, that's that, pretty big. That's pretty obvious. Inside of the church. Yeah. Verse 12. I am planning to send either Artemis or Tychicus to you. As soon as one of them arrives, do your best to meet me at Nicopolis. For I've decided to stay there for the winter. Do everything you can to help Zenos the lawyer and Apollos with their trip. See that they are given everything they need. Our people must learn to do good by meeting the urgent needs of others. Then they will not be unproductive. That is huge. That is we very do huge. Not do that. Our people must learn to do good by meeting the urgent needs of others. Mm -hmm. Then they will not be unproductive. Everybody here sends greetings. Please give my greetings to the believers, all who love us. May God's grace be with you all. And. The end. So we did a whole book today. 
Crete is so stinking pretty. Crete is gorgeous. Oh my gosh. It really is. That would be so cool. I can't I wait to, to be in to the Crete. Millennial Kingdom <laughs> and go visit Crete. Because <laughs> Lord knows we'll never get to do that here. But, oh, it's just so pretty. It's so cool, I think. Uh, a lot of the times... Well, I don't... That uh, Much of that area is not going to look like it. <laughs> no, but when we um, read these things with the kids, I mean, it's helpful for us adults too, but... Whenever they're talking about these different places, one of the things that we'll do, I usually will keep my phone with me while we do Bible mm-hmm. study. So when it names specific locations and stuff, or even like animals or something like that, that maybe we're not um, gems, uh, anything that maybe we're not completely familiar with, I'll go ahead and Google them and show the kids these photos. So that way they can get a good idea, a good image in their mind of what these things are literally talking Mm -hmm. about. And I think that makes a huge difference as far as engaging them, keeping their attention, helping them with understanding, um, all of those things. So that's one of those little kind of tidbit things that we do that we've seen really help, especially with the younger ones um, and trying to keep them engaged. And I know Lily, when we looked up Crete, she was like, can we move there right now? Mm -hmm. I love it. It's beautiful. And I was like, well... If we had an opportunity, I don't think I'd say no, because <laughs> it is really pretty. But yeah, anybody that's been over there says. Yeah, too I bad we're poor, but it would be really cool. That so. would be really cool. Anything else you want to add for Titus? I think that was pretty much it for okay. keeping these ones on time. Yeah, look at us on time. So, you but guys, I'm sure that if anybody has any questions, yes, comments, please, questions, anything we need to clarify to that maybe about. we misspoke, anything like that, let us know, and then we'll be back tomorrow reading through Second Timothy. Um, again, we're reading through all of the letters, just working our way backwards through mm-hmm. them. Um, but go to aphomechurch.com. Let us know if there's anything we can lift up in prayer for you. Anything you physically are in need of that we can either provide or pray for provision on a probably i'm not going to be able to stick on time with the timothy okay and heads up clear your schedule brandon for timothy. Is... <laughs> um, but it's really good stuff so we're very excited to share it hope you and your family are enjoying these as well and we'll see you guys tomorrow